If we were a well-produced show, this is where we'd have the intro music with the voiceover. <clears throat> Welcome to the Bear Independent Brief with your host, Bear Independent from BearIndependent.com. What's up, everybody? Good morning. It's Monday. Yay! I don't know about y'all, but it is piss and rain where we're at, and we'll take it because it's been a dust bowl here for the last, I don't know, two months. It is the 7th of August, 23. If you are one of those people who are lurking in the shadows, one of the 40% of folks who watch this brief but are not subscribed, I question your existence. Perhaps you should as well. If you're not one of those people, you know the drill. If you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon, do the all the YouTube alg algorithmic bullshit. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. Leave a comment for the algorithm. Good morning, Ghost. Good morning to everybody in the chat. The show, as always, is brought to you by RefugeMedical.com, uh, of which I'm the founder and CEO. Uh, so I guess you could say I'm the oldest shill that we and today we're going to talk about medical cyber attacks. We're going to talk about uh, Trump's promise to prosecute Biden, which will lead into a discussion about end-stage empire indicators. So you know how it be. Oh, Liberty's in the chat. She's learning. Shalom. Liberty is our director of operations at uh, our refuge medical facility who recently told me, I don't know, within the last 14 days or so, you know, I've never watched an entire Bear Independent video. To which I was like, how did you sneak in here? She realized she's heard yeah. video. Yeah, she's, she's heard them. And she so, them correct. But, you know, the interesting thing here is that there's no altruistic motivations. It's, like, it's completely practical because she's wondering if I'm going to say some shit during the brief that's going to result in customer service emails and phone calls down at Refuge Medical. But, you know, to each their own, whatever. D.L. Hemingway said, I got my slick kit Saturday and I have it with me today. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Bear Independent Brief 7 Aug 23. A cyber attack was launched against a California based parent company, Prospect Medical Holdings, which forced emergency rooms across multiple states to close and ambulance services had to be redirected. Two Rhode Island hospitals have been taken offline for security during cybersecurity investigations. In total, medical care in five separate states was impacted by this cyber attack. Not much information about the attack is being released yet, but it appears that this may be an extortive ransomware attack in which sensitive data could have been stolen and held at ransom. Which begs the question, um, how well can you medical on your own? And I'm not saying this again because I'm the founder and CEO of Refuge Medical. I'm saying it because it's a part of our reality here in the Estados Unidos, the United States of America. Um, you know, let's see what seven years ago, I got a major laceration on my left leg. And I happened to be a couple of blocks from grandma's house in North Texas. And this was before I had a medical company. So I had a first aid kit on my truck, but it was one of those bullshit, you know, OSHA class A type kits with mostly band-aids and a little bit of gauze. And so a roll of electrical tape and a paper, actually it wasn't a paper towel. It was the sleeve off of my shirt. I was on the roof and I took my knife and while holding pressure on the laceration with my left hand, 
I cut the sleeve off of my shirt with my right hand and my knife. I took the sleeve, moved it down my arm, pressed it into the wound, continued to hold pressure, and yelled down to my wife, who was on the ground, hey, babe, get me a roll of electrical tape. Uh, Which, how well do you know your truck? Driver's side, middle bin, bottom left. Right? So she uh, gets me a roll of electrical tape. I taped the crap out of it. And then I finished what I was doing on the roof, came down, and we went to grandma's house, seeing maybe if grandma had you know, something a little bit more comprehensive. To which grandma, this is no shit, handed me a cotton rag and a bottle of castor oil. That was her first aid kit. But it illustrates the point that, you know, 50 years ago, a cotton rag and a bottle of castor oil was a pretty comprehensive first aid kit. Point being that Americans did did more of the job of taking care of themselves rather than constantly farming it out. And we could dive deep into the rabbit hole of why do we need this major medical industrial complex that has trillions of dollars in value. And it probably has something to do with the fact that most Americans eat food that comes out of a brick box uh, and then a cardboard box, and that makes them unhealthy. And then most Americans don't move their bodies. And as a result, they're sick. And because they're sick, they can be uh, preyed upon by the medical industrial complex. So point being, how well do you currently take care of yourself? John Lambert. Thank you, John Lambert. Thanks for the super chat. How well do you currently take care of yourself? And how well are you able to take care of yourself when this empire that we live in potentially declines into nothingness? We're like the uh, the Ouroboros, the snake eating its own tail. Yeah. Millennia old symbology in that. The American Hospital Association's National Advisory for Cybersecurity and Risk. Now, did you do your homework last week? Do you have yourself a mouthful of a title? Because that was part of your homework last week. The American Hospital Association's National Advisory for Cybersecurity and Risk, John Riggie, said that recovery may take weeks from the cyber attack and stated, quote, These are threat to life crimes, which risk not only the safety of the patients within the hospital, but also the risk, but also risk the safety of the entire community that depends on the availability of that emergency department to be there, end quote. In other words, we're exemplifying the fragility of the system. Because when everything is smart and interconnected, uh, you can capitalize on that maliciously the interconnectivity of our society is one of those things that's been touted as it's supposed to make everything better i don't want my refrigerator to tell me the tire pressure on my truck is low i I don't care um i have eyeballs for that quick question in the chat who here because i know professional drivers do this but who here who's not a professional driver does a walk around of their vehicle before they get in it every day? Anybody? Because, like, that was the thing. You used to look at your tires and go, huh, that tire looks a little low. I should do something about that. Without the, you know, the Bluetooth tire sensor telling you that your tire is low, right? You know what I do? I kick them. I literally kick the tire. Because I got a big truck, I run my tires at 75 PSI, and if they wobble, they're low. If I hurt my toe, 
they're good. A spokesperson for the National Security Council, Adrian Watson, said that the White House has been monitoring the cyber attack. That's great. Hopefully we can get the White House involved in this because they're really good at stuff. And quote, the Department of Health and Human Services has been in contact with the company to offer federal assistance. Yay. And we are ready to provide support as needed to prevent any disruption to patient care as a result of this incident. Regardless of the fact that by 2033, the CBO, Congressional, Congressional Budget Office, projects that we will be $53 trillion in debt and that at our current rate of spending, the federal government will accrue a will accrue debt at a rate of $5 billion per day, per day, between now and uh, 2033. That's not that far away. That's a decade. $5 billion a day at our current rate of spending. But don't worry. The federal government will get involved to help out the people, the businesses that were attacked with this cyber attack which probably has your HIPAA information flying all across the ether at this point. $5 billion a day. And yet these people have the audacity to lecture you. Think about that. IBM's annual report on data breaches noted that the, noted that the healthcare industry was a, a prime target for cyber attacks from March 22 through March 23. According to Checkpoint Research, healthcare organizations were the target of 1,420 attacks per week in 2022, which represents a 60% increase compared to the previous year. Back in 2021, a paper published by DHS Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, CISA, noted the impact of cyber attacks on hospitals, saying, quote, Beyond the obvious consequences of disruptions to diagnostic testing and treatment equipment, even minor reductions in efficiency caused by the cyber incidents compound to increase staff work workload and degrade the system's ability to provide medical care. So in other words, thank you, CISA, for the official proclamation, cyber attacks equal bad is what they're saying. The sensitive patient data and critical research data make healthcare providers an appealing target for money-hungry criminals. Of course, connected technologies are crucial for exchanging patient information between clinicians, but that creates a natural vulnerability in the healthcare landscape. The rise of IT departments in everything um, might be a little worrisome because nurses and doctors, while being very smart people, aren't necessarily you know, cybersecurity experts. And one could argue, nor should they have to be. But when everything's interconnected, somebody has to be the cybersecurity expert. Like when your little podunk middle of nowhere town has to have an IT staff, that's probably an indicator. Single stick hero does a walk around of his vehicle. That's good to know. Now, from uh, RTRussiaToday.com, Russian propaganda. One of the things I wanted to talk about before letting you know that the kit of the week from Refuge Medical is the desk kit right here. This thing's 120 bucks. This is a vacuum sealed kit. It has, what's in this? A Cat Gen 7 tourniquet, a SWAT T tourniquet, an S-Mark bandage, two compressed gauze, trauma shears, 
two pairs of gloves, survival blanket, flat duct tape, two pack of Halo chest seals, five by nine gauze pads, two, uh, one roll of medical tape, and a four inch emergency trauma dressing desk kit. Speaking of schools, what's this for? You know, this will actually fit inside of a file folder and you can put it inside of a filing cabinet. And now you have a purpose built blowout kit that nobody has to know is there. Or you can slide this in the top drawer of your desk at school or work and nobody has to know it's there. And uh, unlike a cotton rag and a bottle of castor oil, you can actually do some TCCC tactical combat casualty care with this kit. Uh, and it'll go real well for you. And as you can see, it's vacuum sealed. It's nice and compact. And it's 120 bucks. It's not a gazillion dollars. It's $120. And if you're on Patreon, use your promo code. It'll be less than that. Okay? Okay, bear. From RussiaToday.com. By the way, you know that comes from RefugeMedical.com. Because if you watch this channel and you don't know about RefugeMedical.com, are you really watching this channel? Do you even know who I am, bro? Really, bro? Donald Trump vows to prosecute Biden if elected. Mm. Prosecutorial tit for tat. Good days. These are great days we're living in, boys and girls. The former U.S. president says that his corrupt successor will be brought to justice under his administration. U.S. and <laughs> just a question, because a lot of people have said, you know, if Trump gets elected again, right, he can only serve two terms, which means that, you know, he's essentially a lame duck president, which means that the gloves are going to come off. He's finally going to drain the swamp this time. Let me ask you something. How well do you think that's actually going to go? Because since the 2020 elections, asterisk, elections, asterisk, it's become damn near undeniable that there's absolutely an entrenched deep state and we no longer have air quote free and fair elections, end quote, in the United States of America. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. asterisk got 81 million votes when 12 people were going to his rallies. He got 81 million votes. A guy who's either lizard people or a robot and clearly a pedophile got 81 million votes. He got 10 million more votes than Barack Hussein Obama got. Mm, I'm not buying that. So, A, what makes us think that Trump actually could get elected? You know, if you're in the go Trump 2024 camp, what makes you think that he can actually get elected? And B, what makes us think that if he does get elected, that the swamp, which never got drained, is going to allow him to prosecute Joseph Robinette Biden Jr.? And I'm not saying that Trump doesn't intend to do that. I'm saying that the likelihood of that happening is probably very low in reality. To the article, U.S. Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump told an audience in Alabama on Friday that he will appoint a special prosecutor to investigate potential legality, illegality perpetrated by, quote, the Biden crime family, end quote, on his first day in office if he reclaims the White House in 2024. Trump, who has been indicted three times in the past four months, mm-hmm, always a day after something comes out on the Biden family, Trump gets an indictment. You know, once is, uh, you know, a curiosity, twice is an indicator, three times, we got a pattern. 
Trump, who has been indicted three times in the past four months amid a range of criminal investigations into his conduct, told the crowd at a fundraising event in Montgomery, Alabama, quote, on Election Day 2024, we are going to evict crooked Joe Biden from the White House. We are going to expel. Should we should we do it in a Trump voice on Election Day 2024? We're going to evict crooked Joe Biden from the White House. We're going to expel the criminals and thugs from the halls of power in Washington. Tremendous. Believe it. Believe it. The former U.S. president added that a special prosecutor would be appointed on his first day in office who would study each and every, this is a quote, study each and every of the main claims being brought forth by Congress concerning all the crooked acts, including bribes from China and many other foreign countries that go into the coffers of the Biden crime family, end quote. commentary. Tommy Guptill, can I put my affiliate link here? LOL. Yeah. For what? For uh refuge? Go for it, Tommy. Do it. Do it. You... Do it, Tommy. I've met Tommy. Tommy's good to go. Send it. Tommy is part of the refuge affiliate program, which all of y'all can be if you want to be. So if you use Tommy's link today, Tommy will get some store credit and you'll get a deal. So send it. I have a complaint. My slick leg, my slick kit did not make my legs more sexy. Well, you know, the great flood, I actually would disagree with that because I think if you're carrying a slick kit by, you know, by proxy, your legs have become more sexy. Now, commentary on Trump indicting uh, Biden question mark because it hasn't happened yet and it may not happen end stage empire indicators we know the system's corrupt political the, the political system is corrupt and that's part of why everything in our culture has become highly politicized because it allows by politicizing something um i like this pen if you like this pen too, make sure you vote for the Democrats or whatever, right? Um, when you politicize everything, you move that whatever it may be, that topic, that uh, item of consideration into the purview of at least one, if not both, political parties here in the United States of America, even though George Washington warned us about party politics that was a long time ago, you know, 240-something years ago. Our memory's not that long. So when everything's highly politicized, everything's politicized, which means everything falls in the purview of politics and politics at the federal level, and in many cases, the state level, the county level, and the local level are all corrupt. And so we have corruption that is spread through everything in this country systemically. That's an end-stage indicator of an empire. Then when you have the former president being indicted by the current president and you have the current president president potentially being investigated and indicted by the former president who has become the president again, that type of political shenaniganry is what you see in banana republics and failing empires. That should be an indicator for us. I don't want to piss at anybody's Cheerios, but I firmly believe that if you want to make America great again, that's a grassroots up.
problem that needs to be solved, not a top-down problem that needs to be solved. Political leadership at the federal level does matter. Business was easier. I paid less taxes and there was more money out there under Trump than under Biden for sure. That matters. Uh, that's people's livelihoods, people's jobs, the ability to feed their children and pay their bills. That's important. But if we go far enough back in America's history, the president should have no effect over those things whatsoever, not even a little bit. So we've fallen really, really far from where we're supposed to be as a nation. Again, it's another end-stage empire indicator. And while I want the United States of America to do well because I live here and my children are going to inherit this nation or whatever's left of it, and that forces me to be bullish on the United States of America because here I am. I don't live in Zimbabwe. I don't live in Laos. I don't live in Kazakhstan. I live here. So I want here to do well. While I am reluctantly on the United States of America, because it's really the only option that I have, right? It's the only one that really makes sense. I'm also insulating myself from the whims of the system to the best of my ability. That's why this channel is called Bear Independent. The goal is to be independent of the broken, fragile system. And when we see political rivals indicting one another, and make no mistake, I don't think the Trump indictments hold water, and I think that Biden is absolutely a criminal. Like I, Those two things reign true in my brain. But we should have never gotten to this point in the first place. And so my question for you is, what are you doing to insulate yourself from the broken, fragile system? What steps are you taking in case this system goes away or has changed so fundamentally that we no longer recognize it? How have you insulated yourself from the bullshit? Because there will be bullshit, whether it's interruption in medical services, which we've seen you know, over the last three or four years, supply chain issues, personnel issues, fuel issues, funding issues, cyber attacks, or it's the banking system. You know, there's a whole bunch of banks that are going cashless in Australia right now. You go to the bank, you can't get cash out. Other branches, it's no more than $500, Australian dollars. So that's like, what, $42 in the United States. Everything's gone digital. They simply don't have the cash reserves, right? So bank collapses, cashless society, right? What are you going to do about that? Food infrastructure. How many food production facilities, which, by the way, a food production facility should be dirt. It's not a big building, right? But how many food warehouses, food production facilities have we seen specifically targeted by bad actors over the last three years? Attacks on critical infrastructure, railways, roadways, commo. These are all end-stage indicators of a failing empire. There's a lot of talk, and I think that there's, it's not just possible, but probable. There's a lot of talk that we won't have a 2024 election. Potential proof for that, or proof of concept for that, is Zelensky 
in Ukraine talking about suspending elections because they're in a state of war. But don't worry, we will absolutely uh, resume the election process once the war is over. The idea being, and I think that that is a testbed for the potential use of that tactic here in the United States of America. The idea being that, you know, some type of conflict or major uh, attack or issue will be manufactured here in the United States, just like they tried to do with the pandemic to keep people from voting so that there isn't a 2024 election. Or if there is, if there is, it's such a small turnout, such a small election that the numbers of voters are low enough that they can use their Dominion machines and their minions to deliver ballots and all of that to influence the direction of the election. My point with all of this is you need a two-pronged plan here. One is we continue to muddle along and things aren't great, but they are still working. I can still go to the hospital. I can still go to the doctor. I can still go to the bank. The kids can still go to school. I can still go to work. I can still get food. That's great. Even if that situation is less than ideal, certainly less than ideal, according to our founding documents, that's one course of action. And I would submit that's your primary course of action. Perpetuating normalcy. The other course of action is what happens if all this stupidity actually comes to fruition? I think it's possible with what's playing out with Trump and Biden that they are prepping the United States of America, they, the big they, for not just localized conflict, but nationwide conflict, what a lot of people would call, could call Civil War 2.0. And I think just like Charlie Manson was trying to get the concept of helter-skelter off the ground, I think that's a lot of what we saw with BLM in the last few years, literally burning cities to the ground. Right, in mostly peaceful protests, air quote, to ignite, to, to give enough push, to apply enough energy to the snowball that once it starts rolling downhill, it's never coming back. And it's gaining more mass and momentum. The faster it rolls downhill, the bigger it gets, right? So they were trying to kick the snowball down the hill with that and then exacerbate that by the pandemic to get people to behave badly to be able to fundamentally change, according to Barack Hussein Obama, fundamental, fundamentally change the United States of America. So my question to you is, what are you doing about that? Not what prepping channels you're watching, not what books you're reading, not what ideas you have. What are you actually doing about that? Because, and I'm no... I'm not into doom or porn. I'm not into fear mongering, but the indicators are there that it could absolutely head in that direction. Things could legitimately get bad to say nothing of geopolitics of what's happening in Africa with Niger, what's happening in Southeast Asia and the South China sea with China, what's happening in Europe with, uh, the war in Ukraine, what's happening on our Southern border. Right? What's happening economically? There's there's so many indicators that are stacking up that if if one of them goes, it'll be a bad day. 
if one of them goes and starts a cascading effect across the spectrum of all these indicators, it's not a bad day anymore. We've gone from uh, find a helmet to put the helmet on. So challenge for you today, your homework for today is to actually on your lunch break, take a piece of paper and audit what you're doing to prepare. Ask yourself, does it make sense? Do you need another AR-15? Or do you need more food, more medical, more medicine? Do you need to do an area study? What do you need to do? What gaps do you actually have? Instead of American consumerism, buy, 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 buy. You probably don't need another AR-15. You probably don't need more ammo. You probably don't need a $27,000 night vision setup. You need to be prepared. And the best way for you to do that is to audit what you're currently doing and identify gaps so that you can address those gaps. Logically, not out of fear, logically. I view preparedness as insurance. Just like I have insurance on my vehicle or insurance on my home or insurance for my businesses. If something stupid happens, I have some backstop. I have some bandwidth to deal with that problem. It's the same thing with preparedness for me. Working definition is to perpetuate normalcy for the people that I love. That's the goal. Perpetuate normalcy for the people that I love. So how do I mitigate the risks that would threaten the normalcy for the people that I love? Right. And then what are my courses of action? What am I going to do about it to mitigate that risk? That's your homework today. Sit down, figure that out, put pen to paper, actually figure it out. Where are your gaps? Identify your gaps and then figure out what you're going to do about it rather than just buy, 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 buy. Okay. Okay. That's the brief for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, I politely invite you to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else on this lovely Monday morning, we're going to talk about the value exchange. Patreon, patreon.com, $10 a month. Preparedness Consultancy, you ask the questions, I give you the answers. There's a link in the description for everything that I'm about to discuss. There's an incredible amount of value that's taking place over on Patreon, not just with the information, but with the community as well. There are a lot of people who are trying to find their people who have found their people on Patreon. So, Consider coming over. Uh, you know, if you absolutely hate it, you're at 10 bucks. We have very few people who quit. RefugeMedical.com. It's Monday. We're back to the grind. Everything we make at Refuge Medical is guaranteed forever. To the best of our ability, we make or source everything that we can in the United States of America. Not all of it is from here, but gosh dang, we are working our asses off to try and be able to source every single component here in the United States of America. And if we can't find the components that we need made here, we're investing in being able to manufacture them here so that we can bring them to market for y'all. Everything is HSA and FSA eligible in the store at refugemedical.com. And I told you before about the desk kit. I'm going to tell you again about the desk kit. 
This right here is the Refuge Medical Desk Kit. It's a vacuum sealed package. It'll fit in a file folder and hang in a file drawer, or you can put it in the drawer in your desk, or you can slide this in between the seats in your vehicle or your semi, or there's a thousand different applications for this, but it has a whole bunch of stuff in here uh, for working the March algorithm, which is massive bleeding, airway, respiratory circulation, head injury, hypothermia, everything else. So again, for $120, you have a legitimate Gen 7 cat tourniquet, a SWAT T tourniquet, an S-mark bandage, which is like the SWAT T, two compressed gauze for wound packing, seven and a quarter inch trauma shears, real shears, not trash shears, two pairs of gloves, a survival blanket for hypothermia, flat duct tape, which is super useful for a thousand different things, a two-pack of halo chest seals, which is your respiratory aspect for punctures in the pleural space, holes in the box, two five-by-nine gauze pads, a roll of medical tape, and a four-inch flat emergency trauma bandage for 120 bucks. If you use your Patreon promo code, it's less than that. Andrew Harris, I heard rumors this morning two countries we don't need the name may have placed naval ships off the coast of Alaska. Figured I would share. Yeah, uh, the question is, are they in international waters or are they in our sovereign waters? Because if they are in our sovereign waters, we have a problem. If they're in international waters, we have we're gonna we have eyes on them either way. BT dubs. You know the um, getting back to the brokenness of the system just for a minute and the entrenched bureaucracy at the federal level. You know, there were FBI agents for weeks prior to 9-11 that were sending emails saying that they had actionable intelligence that people from over there in the Middle East were going to fly planes into the building. And see, and it's things like that that contribute to the lie hop, my hop, made it happen, let it happen. Yeah. But if you get a thousand emails a day and you never see those emails because hashtag bureaucracy, there you go. You know, there were people who were warning 30 days before the attack at Pearl Harbor that the Japanese were going to attack at Pearl Harbor. And that was what, 70 years ago? So the system is too big at this point to be able to prevent all of those threats. And then there are absolutely bad actors inside of the system that it's in their best interest that those events actually take place. Which is why you need an actual preparedness plan and then you need to execute on it, not just sit around and talk about it. Refugetraining.com. There are classes in Oklahoma that are live. If you'd like to come to Oklahoma and learn the fine art of how to not die, civilian tactical medical classes, visit refugetraining.com. The classes are, we've had some people say, well, they seem kind of expensive, Bear. We've not ever had anybody come to class who didn't feel like at a minimum they got their money's worth. And we've had hundreds of people tell us, you should charge more for these classes. There's way more value here than even what I was expecting. So check it out, refugetraining.com. And last but certainly not least, calebhouse.org, which is our juvenile human trafficking restoration facility. 
if you're one of those people that's gotten pissed off about uh, human trafficking due to perhaps recent movies that have been released or the increasing in awareness around this problem because of recent movies that have been released and you actually want to do something about it, Caleb with a K house.org link in the description because we actually do shit about it. We don't produce Hollywood movies to tell people about it and grindstoneministries.com. There is swag at grindstoneministries.com. T-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies for Caleb House. Our brother Rex's T-shirt, The Real Dope, and our brother Saw's T-shirt, Facts Not Feelings, proceeds of which uh, go to help Caleb House, which is our juvenile human trafficking survivor restoration facility. Bunch of $50 awards for it's the place where we put kiddos back together again after they've been severely raped by assholes. Yeah, I don't feel like getting pissed off this morning, but it's um, it's the work of a lifetime to be able to positively impact this human trafficking situation. And I I get frustrated because there are lots of people out there talking about it. There are far fewer people out there doing something about it. And I don't like to be the guy to sit here and talk to you about it. I want to go do it. And we are going and doing it. And the challenge is when you're little, when you're a small organization, that's really good from an operational security standpoint and also from a capability standpoint, because we can be up that fast. We're much harder to detect because we're small. It's good. But because we're small, far fewer people know about us and know what we do because we don't have a PR department. I don't have a marketing department. I don't have a fundraiser on staff. You know, most of these staff fundraisers take at a minimum 10% of what they raise. And in some cases, it's 30% of what they raise. Yeah, we don't do that. We rescue and restore kids. So if you want to plug into that, calebhouse.org or grindstoneministries.com. Palmetto says, we are your marketing department and we're doing a poor job of it. Mm, I wouldn't say that you're doing a poor job of it. I know that there's many of you all in the audience who are out there evangelizing for us. And I really super duper appreciate that. My ask would be, please keep doing that. Please keep evangelizing for us because, uh, I, frankly, I can't do it on my own. And the more people who are plugged into what Caleb House does, the more people we can go get, the more people we can rescue. With that, do your homework today. Again, if you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. Y'all have an awesome Monday. I'll see y'all soon. Shalom.